We are in like a banana. People of the world, uh, this is Quimby. I'm Alex. It's November 29th, 2018, and it is 5.24 a.m. I think this is 10 minutes earlier than when I started recording yesterday. So, good on me. Um... Oh shit, I'm making coffee in the background so the coffee machine is still going. That's, you're probably going to hear the gurgling sound and maybe a beep. And uh, at some point I'm going to take a break to make myself a cup of coffee. Uh, and I think I vowed on a previous show I'll never make an edit, but uh, I think I'll edit the time when I'm making coffee. So if you hear a jump, uh, hopefully you won't notice it. But I will have removed time from the timeline and thrown it away in the trash in order to make this podcast as seamless as possible because that's the type of quality that you can expect from this show is coffee machines in the background and edits. And I'll also edit out... um, I'll be honest, if I fart, I'm going to cut that out. Um, hopefully, I'm going to try not to fart while I'm talking, so I can just keep the talking part, and uh, I'll try and wait for a, a gap to uh, to rip one. Uh, but I'm going to cut those out, only for your sake, because I don't know if you know this, but uh, Amazon and uh, Apple and Google, the big three, and I think Facebook does this too, they, you might not know this now, but they are implementing uh, smells uh, into their OS. And so hardware is now going to be able to, every time you, your friend sends you a smell via chat or um, messenger or email, uh, and you open the attachment, you will get a pfft. It'll be like a pfft. This burst of... Uh, like perfumed air that will blast your face. There's the coffee machine. And it's done. Um, Why isn't anyone developing that technology? The ability to send smells to each other via text messages or emails. Um, You could be like on a hike and you, you find these incredible wild lilacs and you can somehow hold your phone over them and capture the smell and then email it to somebody. Hey, check this out. Linda, I found these amazing. You'd love this. We thought of you. And then they open it up and this like little puff of air comes out in their face and, uh, and they can smell the lilacs. Here's why that will never work. I'll tell you why. Because um, Teenagers will just send each other the, the most disgusting farts, and that's all this is going to be used for. It's just people farting into the phone and sending it to their friends and then laughing about it. Because that's, that's the reality of the situation. We think we're doing some good, 
we think we can make something and that can change the world uh, with these apps and these things. But if you someone develops that technology to send smells, um, that's really all it's going to be used for is people sending each other the most disgusting, probably just farts through attachments and and then just laughing about it. <laughs> gotcha. Good one. <laughs> people do that in real life. Why wouldn't they? Why would they stop doing that? Because the technology allows them to do it. Of course they're going to do it. Of course they're going to do it. Um, all right, I'm going to get up and make myself a cup of coffee right now. Hold on. All right, I'm coming back to my seat. I just thought of something else. Oh, let me sit down here. So, uh, smell app. Um, I'll tell you who would win that game. Uh, people with lactose intolerance. They would just, I imagine they would just ignore their their body and just go to town on the heavy cream just so they could win those games of who can, you know, make send the worst smell. Um, uh, so I've been trying to, I, I'm slowly becoming aware of foods um, how my body reacts to foods. At at 43, I'm now being conscious of that, of like, oh, if I eat this, my body does this. Or thinking about in the middle of the afternoon someday, oh shit, why is my lower GI just feeling really funky? What's going on down there? Um, before I would just go, oh, that's just feeling really funky. Oh, what's this over here? Um, oh, look at that shiny light. Uh, and I wouldn't think too much about it. Um, but now I'm like, oh, what the fuck? What is it that I'm eating that's making me feel this uncomfortable? What the fuck am I doing to my body? Um, and I realized that I can't eat, I can't eat nuts. I think I have some kind of weird, it's not a serious allergy, obviously, but there's something that goes on when I eat nuts. Like I, I feel really uncomfortable the next day. Um, and I've pinpointed it. I know it's nuts. Um, I've done my, uh, my due diligence with, uh, kind of trying to keep tabs on what I eat. And I think that's a good thing. Being aware of your body, being aware of food, like it's amazing all the stuff we're discovering about, uh, about nutrition and about, you know, people's tolerances to certain things and, um, that old attitude from, you know, 40 years ago or 50 years ago, or maybe even 30 years ago. I don't know. But like the attitude of like, oh, just buck up and just do it. Just get down there. Just do this. Um, I remember as a kid being told that and I fucking hated it. Just buck up and do it. Just, it's like that whole be a man thing. Just get down there and be a man. Just be a man and do it. Um, how fucking stupid is that? I'm so glad that we're kind of becoming a little aware of, of a little a little more aware of a little more aware of the nuance and and people's individuality and allowing people to forge their own path and and you know kind of do things the way they want to do them and the way they need to do them in a sense like I think that's such a great thing. I remember really being frustrated by that as when I was a kid, like seemingly feeling like 
based on the information that I'm being presented by the adults, um, that this is this is just what you do. It's just what you do, and like you fucking question it or or criticize it even, you're fucking like, oh no, God no. I hope I'm seeming like I'm talking about my parents. I'm not. Um, I don't think, unless it's a subconscious thing. But like, just the you know, I remember in school and coaches and summer camps and stuff. Like you had those people that were just so fucking. I think they're just scared. Just fucking living in fear. Um, and maybe that feels good having that certainty of like, this is what you do. Okay, that's what I do. Great. Now I know. This is what I do. Oh fuck! And that answers so many questions. I can relax now. Um. It's so much easier to have the fucking answer than it is to to realize that you really don't know what the fuck you're doing and like embrace that. That's that's got to be scary, especially in a world where people gravitate towards other people who who have the answer, quote unquote have the answer. When the fucking truth is nobody knows fuck all. Very few people know really know what they're doing. Everyone else is fucking either just scared, operating out of fear, um, trying to maintain some kind of status, or um, or even just like semblance of having their shit together. Uh, but I, I really don't, I believe that most people do not have any idea what the fuck they're doing. And everybody feels like an imposter, right? But if everyone feels like an imposter, then wouldn't that level the playing field? Aren't we all just imposters? Can't we all just acknowledge that? I don't know. I don't know. This podcast is not about finding answers because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. This coffee is good. Um, I think maybe it's time to announce our sponsor. Our sponsor is Pepe's Hemorrhoid Lotion. When it's burning bad, you gotta quench those fuckers with these pads. Pepe's Hemorrhoid Lotion. Go to pepes.pad.cream and get yourself 10% off Pepe's patented luxurious, elegant hemorrhoid cream, use the keyword Quimby hemorrhoid and you will get your discount. I feel like my speech is getting slower. I I can't, like I have, there's so many gaps in between just me saying a sentence. And I don't know why that is. Sometimes I feel like there's like 50 million words that are trying to get out a hole that can only accommodate one at a time. And so they just got to get... There's a big fucking clusterfuck. It's like one of those big stadium rock shows where uh, there's a stampede and people get smashed. Some of those words are getting smashed. God damn, how horrible would that be? Jesus. Jesus. Again, people have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Um, let's see what else to talk about. Oh, you know what? 
I have a little bit of a cold, so I do the little sniffles thing. Uh, leave me a comment and let me know if that's disgusting. And uh, I'll edit those out too. I'll try to. I'm not going to promise anything. No promises will be made on this podcast. Or promises will be made, but they might not be kept. But I'll do my damnedest to make you feel like I'm offering that. But I'll, I'll never do that anyways. Um, there's a whole bunch of words that are being used now um, by people. And uh, nobody consulted me. Nobody came and said, hey, Al, what do you think about this? We're going to start using these words, and, uh, and we need to get your, your two cents on this. Um, I feel like there's like a businessy speak, and there's always, there always has been. I remember uh, taking a marketing class in high school and, uh, and just feeling like, is this a joke? This, this, this shit's a joke, right? This is not real life, is it? Is this what we're going to spend our time doing? Um, it just felt so making something out of nothing. Like, I get it's important. I know we live in a fucking capitalist society where people have to sell shit and buy shit. I get that. Um, and I get you have to find ways to, to get people. It makes sense. Like, if that's the kind of, if those are the kind of rules of the game you're going to live by as a, as a society, um, which we've all kind of subscribed to, um, you, you're going to want to, you know, put the odds in your favor and here are some tools that can help you uh, put, you know, get people to pay attention to whatever it is you want to want them to buy. I get that. Like that's, it's a, there's a need for that. No shit. Um, but it just seemed so insincere and, um, trying to swindle people maybe, or get them to get them to feel or believe something. It's manipulative, obviously. Um, with not good intent, um, the only with the only intent being give me your fucking money. Uh, that's the vibe I got from it back then, and um, and I've been doing a lot of reading about marketing now for my own endeavors, um, and I'm I'm becoming more and more fascinated by it, especially this like new wave of you know growth hacking and and uh, and people like Seth Godin and, and Ryan Holiday, um, that shit's really interesting to me. And it, it, it now feels like, oh, it, it feels, uh, it feels more genuine. And, uh, and I'm, I really like that. But going back to the terminology that exists in business world, um, which exists, existed for, I mean, I'm sure the longest time, again, back to that marketing class I took in high school, like, there were, there were words being thrown around that just seemed so like, say this and you'll sound smart. Say this word and you'll sound like you know what you're doing. Say this word and you will, you, you know, you'll be hip to the cool business vernacular. And nowadays there's, there's a lot of that shit and I, I, I fucking can't get into it. Um, I had the same reaction when people started abbreviating shit. And I remember in high school, in the early 90s, uh, somebody called Saturday Night Live SNL. Hey, what you listen to SNL? Did you see SNL? And I had no idea. What the fuck are you talking about? What the what the fuck is this SNL? Oh, Saturday Night Live? Why don't you fucking say it? Why are we becoming so fucking lazy that we have this 
that that we can't say the whole fucking phrase s saturday night live just say it saturday night live fuck this snl don't say that again don't say it in front of me um and now look at us jesus christ there's so many fucking i swear to god people drop those like those acronyms all the time and i have no fucking clue what they mean i mean i know you know lol um and honestly i think that's it I know there's one that's laughing my ass off, but I have to really think about it. L-A-M, is it laughing my ass off? Oh, laughing my ass off. That's what that means. Um, but there are so many of them I don't know. Uh, I guess I know FOMO, which is um, forget ostriches, masturbate oranges. That's, I know that one. Um But there's so many I don't know. But going back to the terms, like, so words that make you sound smart but are just sound, just feel hollow and empty and stupid, things like level up. Are you going to level up? Man, I'm just, I'm just trying to level up right now. Can you just help me level up? Can somebody assist me in my leveling up? I'm just trying to get this shit up, leveled and up. So we got to level up. Um Double down. I hate that too. Hey, look, we got to level up and then double down. Wait a minute. We're going up. We're going down. What the fuck is happening here? I'm so confused. We're going to level up. We're going to double down. Um, another one is drill down. Yeah, I'd like to drill down on this. Yeah, uh, let's let's unpack what you just said, Roger, and then let's drill down on it. And then after that, we're going to get out of it by leveling up. What do you think? Um, I don't understand these phrases. I mean, I guess I understand that, but I just, I, uh, it sounds, circle back. Let's circle back on that. Yeah, let's circle back. Hey, just wanted to touch base on that concept you were talking about, Jimmy. Let's circle, circle back on that with me. And then we'll circle the wagons. Um, and then we're going to go into circle K. Yeah, I just don't, I don't buy into it. I don't, I don't get it. These seem like, like trendy, trendy business speak. Um, which fucking, uh, I just I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Are you using these phrases in your day-to-day? And why are you using them? I guess that's the better question. And I'm serious. Like, I want to know why. Why are people saying this shit? Um, why are people doing it? I, you obviously heard someone else say it. So why, did you think that they sounded smart when they said it? And then it, like I don't get it. Like these are not these have not been around for a long time, but yet now they're everywhere. How did that start? Who started these things? Who started these sayings? And why did other people think that they need to start saying them too? How does that work? Just as a as a culture with any anything? Like how does that happen? Who who starts this? Is it one person? And then it just spreads. Like who? Oh, man, my voice just fucking cracked again. I sounded like an owl. Who? <laughs> Who? Um, gosh, have you guys ever seen an owl in, in person? I've only seen one. And and they are absolutely amazing to see in, in the flesh uh, or in the feather. Uh, and I'm going to double down on the story. Um, I have a daughter who's five. And uh, when she was born, uh, we lived in a house. We bought bought our first house, and um, and 
we, we bought a first house uh, the year she was born. And so we lived in it, you know, before she was born for about eight months. And then, and then she was born in that house. And it was really, I mean, it's, it, honestly, it's a really nice feeling to own a house. I hope that you guys get the chance to do that. Um, we sold it, but, um, but we lived in it. It was really, really special time because, you know, our daughter was born and, and, uh, it was good. Um, things are good now. They're just different, but they're still good. Um, but there's something really sweet about that, you know, having your, being a parent for the first time and, and having a, you know, a daughter and, but, um, her first word, uh, was, was buo, which is, um, Spanish for owl. And no joke, anytime there was an owl anywhere, like a, a figure owl or a stuffed owl, like a toy owl or, a, you know, whatever, um, she would see it and she would point it out and she would say, bull, bull, bull. Um, for her first Halloween, uh, she was a bull. And, uh, and it just, there's just something really special about that. Uh, but the only time I've seen an owl, and this is like, this is crazy magic coincidence stuff. And I'm going to level up by telling you this. Um, one day we were leaving the house. We were going for a walk. We used to love to go for walks in our neighborhood. We, we lived in a, um, uh, a really like a really good neighborhood in, in Southeast. I, I loved it. Just not good as in like, oh, there's great, good, good schools. It's good people. Like, no, it was just, it was, it felt good living there. I liked it. And, um, and we used to walk in the neighborhood. There was an elementary school nearby and we would go walk around there and it was just beautiful. And it was such a nice, nice place to be. And walks were always special. Um, but one, one morning we're literally walking out our front door and, um, and in front of us on the utility pole uh, flies an owl in the middle of the afternoon. And it perched right on the utility pole right in front of us and faced us. And it was like looking at us. And uh, my wife is standing there and our daughter's there too. And we're like, boo, like really boo. Um, and I've never seen an owl since. That's the only time. So just... I wonder if it meant something. Um, I, I don't know if it did or not, but it was. it's hard not to believe in coincidences when shit like that happens. Not to believe that there's more than just a coincidence. That's what I meant to say. Like there's something behind it. Um, and those moments in life are, are pretty, pretty special. And it, I swear to God, like I'm not a... Um, I don't know if it's superstition or, or what, but... It really makes you believe that there's more going on than just what we see um, in our day-to-day. Yeah. So the only time I've ever seen an owl is when my daughter was fascinated by owls and could call them out by name. And then we see an owl. Crazy. Um... So I feel like I leveled up, and uh, I drilled down on that story for you guys, and uh, I'd like to take a moment and shout out our sponsor, Pepe's Hemorrhoid Lotion. When shit burns, and you got the nuggets in your buggets, you gotta quench them with the pads, and ice that shit down. 
Pepe's hemorrhoid cream. Go to pepe's.pads. Uh, what's the other one? Cream. And get 10% off their patented um, thermal underwear, thermal imaging underwear with cream in it for your hemorrhoids. And use the promo code Quimby loves cream hemorrhoid cream all those words have to be in that promo code or it's not going to work as a matter of fact if you spell that wrong in the promo code they're going to charge you even more they charge you double every misspelling in the promo code means they're going to charge you double or triple quadruple every time you get an error for, for every error it's going to double the price so be careful again that promo code is quimby cream Pads, hemorrhoid, lotion pads, cream, het quimby. All those words in that order. Um, oh, man, I've been talking for 25 minutes. Uh, well, I'm glad we drilled down on this episode, everyone. Um, look forward to, to hearing from you tomorrow. And uh, you can look forward to hearing from me tomorrow. And we'll just uh, circle back on this. All right, bye.